grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. All right, hello everybody. I'm so sorry. Technical difficulties. <laughs> I went to move my mic over and uh, the dang thing unplugged. So I was trying to get it plugged in. <laughs> Just one of those days, right? Anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Charlotte. I think I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state. I'm trying to get my right boxes. Hello, Jerry. Jerry's still here. Um, <laughs> oh, let, let me gather myself now. Never had that happen before. That's a first. Three, you know, all these years of doing this stuff is for sure. First time a mic decided to like unplug itself. Not a good sign. Anyway, uh, it's, it's, today's, it's today's casual Friday. Which means it's Nancy Matt's Friday, and I'm really excited to have her here. Where uh, she's going to be doing some short readings, not long readings, not anything extensive. One question. I hope you have your questions ready for her, but uh, just one, you know, just one quick reading. I call it. I call them quickies. But uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're watching from Facebook, and uh, you realize suddenly that you like what you see, if you haven't done so already, please feel free to follow because we have a show. That runs Sunday through Friday every week, and it's different topics every day and different type of people on. And uh, yeah, see, I'm a journalist. I don't like to follow like the standard rules of paranormal radio. I like to change it up a bit, you know, and have things that are of interest to people. All right, like uh, we've done things, we've done stories on abuse, we've done stuff on nine on one on on uh, September 11th, all kinds of stuff that we've covered here. So uh, yeah. And if you're watching from YouTube and you realize you haven't subscribed yet, now would be a good time to hit that subscribe button. We're looking for subscribers, and I think you'll find something that you like over there, too. Like I said, I don't like to uh, cover the same types of stories all the time. So, you know, check out you know, what we have over on YouTube. I, yeah, I'm sure you'll find something you like. All right? So tonight, getting back to tonight. All right, here we go. Oh, also, yes, don't let me forget. Show us some love, Okay. The way the algorithms work on these things, uh, you know, the, the the more happy faces and thumbs up and hearts you send us, the better we do. So uh, if you guys can just fire some of those off, if you, I'm not I'm not telling you if you hate the show to do it, but I mean, just even if you hate the show, fire some of those off. Is that way, you know, somebody you hate might watch the show. We don't know, you know. So yeah, just 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 show us some love and then fire that stuff off. Get my hair a certain wind or my hat it bugs me. But anyway, welcome. And again, Nancy Matz, uh, we're going to have a little chat first, like we always do. A little get back, get reorganized chat. And then she's going to do some readings for you guys. All right. So let me bring her on. And uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, <laughs> well, that was fun. Had me wondering. I knew you were up because you sent me the link. And I don't I thought, know why it. I've never had it pop up. It's not. It's supposed to lock in, right? But you said microphone, but your screen went off. So because I, I know because I haven't turned the screen on. Oh, so you unplugged the computer? No, I literally I unplugged the mic by accident somehow. The screen turned, is designed because that's a video that a pre-video that runs before the show starts. So that's designed to disappear anyway, and then I pop on. 
and I have to hit the button okay. to pop on. But what happened was I was moving the mic because the mic has to be kept like forward of me for the space mm -hmm. in here. So I pull the mic back and then I move in order to sit in this position, I have to move the mic itself up like this. And as I moved it up, it popped up the, 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 the power cord for the mic popped out. So they, then days like that, I was wondering if I those, had, well, someone made a those, comment. Well, then it's one yeah. of those round three prong jobbers, right? The mic, because it's a uh -oh. studio mic. Uh -oh. yeah. Then I had to get the prongs in the right spot. So then I had to take the headphones off and take the hat off. And because, because, because the darkness now, because I'm, you know, I'm filming here. It's all dark except for the spotlights. So I had to take all that off. And then I had to get my, my headlamp on and figure out which, which way to plug the damn thing in. And then here, here we are. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Well, we thought we were having a sunny day for those of you not Northern California. And I went out and about today and I was cool. I thought, and then my, someone called me and said, you know, next week we're supposed to have 75 degree weather. And I went, not this neighborhood, it's 50 degrees. Uh, wait a minute, no, 55 or something. Um, I don't know what the high was, but it wasn't as high as they were predicting. So I'm sitting here with a sweater on. So if I tell you a week from Sunday, it's going to be 78 here, will you be angry? This uh, this coming tomorrow? A week from 70? Sunday. A okay, that's a week. We're hitting 78. I think we're getting a, the weather. I asked my husband, I says, I hope we get some spring. And he says, probably two or three days. <laughs> Worth. It gets I'm old, fed up yeah. with this. Yeah. It's like I'm, they're teasing I'm, us. It's like, the, it's like the powers that be are teasing us. I mean, we get a couple good days of, you know, real nice springy weather, and then all hell breaks loose again. So <laughs> ugly, 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 ugly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got my new contacts finally, and uh, anytime they try to upgrade me and, and, and make them stronger, I've had the same prescription for like ten years. Anytime they've tried to make the contact stronger, it never works out. Well, he have so, an eye exam first, right? Right, which is what he did. So I'm having trouble. The screen when I'm looking at you and I, it's kind of blurry. Uh -oh. and I know it's because, that didn't help you read. And I think, yeah, and I think what's going on is that he tried to upgrade the strength on them so this has happened before so i'm going to go ahead and i'm going to blow everybody up really big on the other side there so i can read without struggling but i can see far really good but this has happened before like i said uh the other the gal that used that normally did it knows better <laughs> we've tried this a couple of times and i'm just happy to have contacts again that's all i can say right now so maybe at some point i'll, I'll readjust we'll see you know but i'm gonna have We'll see. It's not, I mean, it's not that bad because I can see like a certain distance. Yeah. I don't see good. And, you know, I, I see fine. We're fine all the distance. same way. I just yeah, got so, new glasses too. So I want to show yeah, them so off. It's just crazy. So I'm going to blow this up into the big red I ones. I can and read that fun. barely, but I can still see you. So that's a good sign. I can still see me. I just can't touch oh anything God. on the side. So I think we're okay with this side. I can move forward. Okay. Just so today. Good. Huh? I just, I wish you could see better. This is like three, four weeks now. It's unfortunate, right? Yeah. You know, so it is, it is. Yeah. I have an announcement to make and I can't wait for this. And, but what? I haven't set, I haven't set the interview date up yet, but I'm really excited about this. What's now that? watch Nancy's face when I say this. Okay. Watch, watch. It's going to be Nancy's <laughs> face thing. What? I'm interviewing Tinkerbell. <laughs> See, I told you. You're, <laughs> I think that's fun. Why not? Okay. So <laughs> you know, I was, I was perusing Facebook in my in my little Disney groups, and apparently Gina Rock 
was the long, was the longest tenured Tinkerbell to fly over Disneyland. Oh, how cute! And I what found her website, and I emailed them last night, and she's willing to do the show. I have to set a date up, so we're going to get to talk to her about flying over Disneyland and all the ways they 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 they, they stopped. Oh my God, the way they stopped her after that flight was crazy. Just crazy. Can't imagine being a harness being thrown into the And from what I understand, when she hit that harness and they and they threw her out of the Matterhorn, she <laughs> was going thirty miles an hour. No way. Yeah. Well, she probably between, got used to it. I'll between the matter well, she was a, a circus performer. Oh <laughs> she's between perfect. the Matterhorn and the castle. Thirty miles an hour. And you know, you think Disneyland Disneyland had like oh it has you know more 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 money than God right so you think they'd have some really cool way to stop her? They got the two <laughs> biggest guys on staff and a big mattress. What year you're t- you got to tell me? Uh, I'm so bright here. I'm going to turn this down. What uh, what years was she involved? The last time she flew, I think, was 2005. That was before some of the more modern ways of doing things, for sure. But they yeah. still stop her the same way, from what my understanding. There's somebody, now, really there's somebody now that flies as the Blue Fairy, so I'm just like, okay, you know. But, yeah, she... Um, I haven't heard that. Yeah. yeah, in fact, that's just recent, because I was shocked. I go to Disneyland, and I thought, oh, I'll see Tinkerbell, and uh, when they did that, uh, that that new one around the... But it's cool, because they took from... A, <laughs> these guys are like, this doesn't do paranormal. Yeah, but it's cool, right? They, t- they, they took Why the not? way the NBA... They took the way the NBA film stuff, because they have cameras over the NBA that can swoop in and out. Right. Right. And so they took that and applied it to Disneyland. And I think she was the last one or the first one before she retired to fly on the new cables. And what the new cables do is it's even better because you know how like at the beginning of um, the, the Disney shows used to have Tinkerbell flying out the, around the, like the castle. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, that's how they yeah. fly her now around around the castle like that. I think that's fun. Uh, and I didn't see that until think- I was there this last time and it, only it was the Blue Fairy that did it. But it was cool. I uh, think it's yeah. ingenious how they do the football. They have the cor- the the wires above the stadium, and yeah. I didn't know that's how it was done until they demonstrated on TV once. And yeah, I was that's just what so they do with nice. her. That's what they do with Tinkerbell. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to hear all about her history with Tinkerbell, and she even flew pregnant. That's what's frightening, <laughs> you know. So we're going to hear all about the history and everything. And I can't wait to get her on. I'm really excited. Um, It'd be fun to does. find out what she does now. 20 years later, yes. what kind of career yes. she passed. Yeah, what kind of career she's got now that she's retired. But I hope she yeah, went to I, kindergarten or first grade teacher. You know, how many times great? would that? <laughs> kid, kid comes running home and says, "My mo- Mommy, Tinkerbell's teaching me. You know, that'd be Yeah, cool. right, right. So anyway, I'll, yeah, so I got I to gotta, I gotta see men a date with her. That's uh, terrible. I'm going to date Tinkerbell. I, 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 you, you knew I was going to go, oh, well, <laughs> I'm not somebody. Who, I, I'm not somebody that goes to Disneyland. Uh, often, my yeah, my family yeah, goes it. often. I knew what you would say, I said, yeah. but yeah, so I it's gonna be against it. That's fun for you. That's it's great. gonna be a fun yeah. show. I mean, it's gonna be fun. I mean, yeah. how many people want to want to hang 175 feet in the dark over an amusement park? You know. Yeah. Well, I'm. I uh, I think it's wonderful, and I yeah. take a little sip of stuff. I have a dry throat again. I'm sure my throat will be okay, but I visited family and great grandbabies and. The youngest four was was you getting go. over something, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to hear it, my voice. Let's hope it's a passing thing. But uh, that's a, that's the greatness of family, you know. <laughs> I 
I didn't get any hugs and kisses, but I'm sure the air was shaved, was shared. And I enjoyed tonight. Now there are some people in the room uh, that are new names to me. I don't know if I've talked to Sarah before. And of course, family is always important. And I yes. can only tell you who I see. But for those who I've talked to family before, why don't we leave it open? You can ask me anything. Um, I've had quite a few clients late last month talk about all kinds of stuff from fear of the meteor, right? I guess there was a meteor that passed between the earth and the and the moon. And I have to share with everybody, uh, and I don't want to go down this road unless you want me to, I, I do not see a nuclear war nor a great flooding of all the plains of America. I'm just not getting that. Yes, we have weather. And it was like 20, 22 years ago, I read this family one at a time. And I read the wife and the kids, everything. And when I got to her, I, I looked at her and she was um, mid mid-state somewhere was on the phone and all I could see for her husband was water everywhere and for her and I went oh my gosh in his lifetime he's gonna have to deal with flooding and a lot of water and she says oh my god I says well I don't see your death I'm just telling you and look at all the floods we've had and I want to caution mm -hmm. I need to do a show chart next week if we haven't sure. done it we need to do more about predicting because it's amazing to me how many people call me after 25 years and now 30 and saying that everything's finally happened because I read so far out. So I don't mind doing predictions. I do caution. I don't want you to ask, um, is your husband and boyfriend faithful? <laughs> I have to tell you what I get. You know, just to I, interrupt real <laughs> fast about the water thing. That's interesting that you say that because there's a lot of predictions that there's going to be a big upheaval on the West Coast. In I'm, that... The tidal waves are coming, and Sacramento, you know what I mean? Sacramento is going to be a coastal city. That Some of that's going to fall and going to end up underwater. I think it's going to be so gradual. I'm not positive it's going to be that fast, though Though this, um, the ice caps melting is quicker than they expected. And I did make a prediction, those of you who were in that house, and it's been almost 30, 28, 9 years back. I entertained about 50 people, and they wanted 50 years in the future. And Kathy and Marlene Matichek was the sisters whose house I was at. One of them owned it, but they were both there. So if anybody recognizes those names, let me know. And I went, I went into the vortex. I went into a cycle in front of me, and I went out 50 years to the United States. And they were moving the White House, and they are going to move it in. And the gentleman that's going to be one of the first one that's going to be in there was a stocky very dark black haired man and younger 45 to 50 very stocky like an ex-football player look and I said he's gonna be in the White House so that hasn't happened but the waters haven't come to Washington yet mm -hmm. so they may have to do some rearranging and some of these things I pick up I have to caution uh, I don't think my family's gonna listen to this <laughs> but I see the grandchildren growing up career paths and one of my granddaughters is gonna marry a redheaded man and I, I don't, if anybody knows how to stop these pop-ups, please tell me. It's news briefs on the side, and it makes that noise. Um, but I see, I see survival all over the place. And in the future, we will be different. Uh, I would say 100, 150 years, we're going to be building homes within mountains. Something like um, Arnold Schwarzenegger when he went to Mars. And mm -hmm. what was that name? Uh, what was the name of that movie? Um, they had hillside homes. I saw something very similar, but more elegant, not 1950s pipes in the wall kind of look, 70s rather. Um, 
anybody get the name of that movie where he goes and creates atmosphere by putting his hands on the thing inside the earth uh, and taught Mars. But anyway, please, it was remade. Um, and I, my lot, my mind just went blank on it. Uh, supposed to be a large earthquake. You know, earthquakes are everywhere. I can't, we've already had a really big earthquake in the 86, 87. Remember the world's mm -hmm. game was playing to me, yeah. that was a big one. And so I think we're just having a lot of them now. I didn't say Oregon, Washington was out of, was without fear. Mm -hmm. um, I did see a lot of water coming into the islands around northwest part of Seattle up there. My mother and sister live on one of those islands where my mother's passed away, but I saw her island area kind of inundated. So I think there's going to be flooded like 2000, Christmas 2004. I can't predict when that's going to happen. And mm -hmm. the reason is, is that on timeline, that energy of, oh, darn, is so big, it looks closer to us. Mm -hmm. So if I said to Liz Taylor, she were alive today, by the way, honey, you're going to get married again. The energy of a ninth wedding would be so tiny. But if I said to my best friend, you're going to get married, the bubble of wow of marriage would be so big, I could see it sooner. And that's happened to a couple. And I've mentioned a couple of ladies and I call them having quiet lives where eventually things happen and it can be quite far out. Um, so anyway, I want to get back to what can cannot be asked. Sure, <laughs> Large sure, sure. inheritances, that's hard because you, if you're asking about a, a spouse that you divorced, <laughs> I've always bring that one up. Um, uh, on the air, don't bring up something that if someone were to listen to it, it would infringe upon someone's privacy. And that's really difficult when people ask about celebrities. And I, you know, what should I say? Yeah, you can ask me anything political. I can't remember if it was on a show or if I was in entertaining somebody about Putin and some of the things I've seen. You can ask. Why not? Ask about what's going on. If I get an answer, fine. It's like spirit people. Oh, uh, you can ask who's around you. But this time, if I've already told you what family is, fine. If I get the same answer, okay, that's what you want. But once you ask who spirit guides are around you or something different, challenge me and see what can come up. Um, I don't know if I remember everything, but I don't know how many people are in the room versus in Facebook. Are these people YouTube or Facebook that we're seeing clocked in here? I'm seeing Facebook. Facebook? Facebook Let's see if we yeah. get some. Yeah. Um, and hello, ladies. Is there a gentleman here? Um, we got Facebook, 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 Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Cool. I'm, I, I'm open to anything. And Char, if it gets slow, then ask me something. Um, anything okay. coming up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> only thing is, I don't know my voice sounds like. It's because it's kind of <clears throat> keep her drinking coffee. <laughs> Does it? I feel good, kind yeah. of Pamela has a question. Hi, Jerry. Just out of curiosity. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, we're Sarah? talking about the West. I don't think this is her question her regular question but this is something because when we're talking about the west coast she's just wondering what's going to happen to the midwest the midwest um yeah. sarah thank you for that earthquake it was in 1989 and we felt oh, that Francisco giants yes and uh, yeah. uh supposed right. to be a large earthquake i think we're always going to have it you know that one with um, the rock in it um right. san, san andreas I, i've never seen anything like that Ever, ever, not that to that extent where the ground is ripped apart to that extent. Um, I think it's it's in, it's kind of like our lot in life to create the worst case scenario. 
but right. I think it's already happened. I think the big earthquake that everybody's predicting, unfortunately, was two of them. Um, Christmas 2004, 240,000 people died. And the one that ripped open the ocean, uh, March 11th, and I can't remember that hit Japan and all those people died. That right. is that is the worst case scenario. And it's going to happen again. If I said the coast of um, Indian Ocean, I think something's going to happen over there, but it can happen anywhere, you know, but nothing like Hawaii sinking into the ocean like 2012 movie. Nah. And, and the reason is I see too many people grow up. I see too many people grow old and where they end up. Just a week or so back, I told the woman I was talking to that I saw two moves. And I saw where their second move would be and her final move where she'd live the rest of her life out. People wouldn't do that if, if, if we were all gone. Um, and if you get a reading from me, and I do 10, 15, 20 years out, you could fly and take a trip to anywhere in the world because you're the one that on the plane knows you're going to come back. Because <laughs> unless you get too risky and get on a raft in the middle of the ocean just to see if you get a shark to turn you away, <laughs> you, know, you can always risk I just, it. I just had a twisted thought over that too. Oh, yeah. What? You get what? this reading, you know, and you're going to be flying all over the place, you know, wherever. And then the plane goes down, and then there's people, you know how there's always someone that's going to grab you to pull you, you know, pull you down? Yeah. I'd be like, I'm not dying. I had a reading. I'd beat the crap well, out of people. That, that's the thing is that you will survive because I was able to describe to you the yeah. end result. And if, <laughs> and if you don't, the then come back and haunt me. Tell me. But that's, the, but that's the thing. I mean, I'd be so angry because I'm like, I've been told I'm surviving. Don't then break you me would, down. And then you would live <laughs> and say, I would have died. And I said, but you didn't. Yeah, see? <laughs> You're not supposed to. And uh, it, I have so many conversations around that time and accessing time and how come I can do this in the first place. It's like, well, you are doing this. And I, I would like to be Einstein, have my brain looked at after I'm gone. Here's the thing with the Midwest. Here's this how I not, see it. This Midwest, is how I see okay. it. Let's assume it's supposed to go the way it does. And like where I live becomes a coastal area, which would be nice. Um <laughs> That means the whole temperature thing's going to change, Pamela. So that means you may not be buried in snow anymore. You may get all the heat that we get. You may get our weather. See, we're, we would get the coastal weather. You would get our weather now because well, you're further in. Someone, we, this conversation is going to where someone mentioned this to me, and then I took the conversation. We're probably getting Oregon's weather here in Northern California. Right, exactly. And so we have more rain, and the amount of snow now has exceeded it's all world that, records yeah. up there in Truckee or Tahoe. I mean, yeah, that's a seven, now. just amazing to me. Now, well, if summer would stay, you know, around 75, 80, Oregon weather, right? I'd be happy. Right. I, I know. We'll see what I, happens. We don't time. know yet. Yeah, we don't you know, know yet. Let's Boy, experience nice. this first. <sighs> okay, guys. So whatever question you might have, um, uh oh, Sarah's saying the screen. Is it cutting out for every everyone else or just her? It's when so you're moving your head. My head? I'm doing this and it's cutting out? Yeah, it pops. I don't have any earrings on. I don't know what it is. It's weird because be. it pops. It's just really weird. It's a weird sound. I hear it too. Just don't move. I guess I could throw these out and get another headset. I just just be a Vulcan and just stay in one spot. Don't move at all. <laughs> Oh, Pamela. Says oh, she she, Sarah says she refreshed her app, so she's watching on her phone, probably. Okay. Pamela says she loves the heat. You wouldn't like this heat. Where's Pamela? What states are these kids? Pamela's in, in Wisconsin. Oh. 
probably some people. I, mean, I went to Arizona in the middle of summer to see Nancy. Uh, or not even that. It was April. The heat in Arizona, as hot as it is, is completely different from the heat here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The heat in Arizona is nice and dry. You can tolerate it. The heat here, ugh. But when I was living there uh, is when I was diagnosed with Graves' disease and I had to leave because it got too hot. Yeah. Um, you, when anybody were to research Graves' disease, I also had his Hashimoto's, which is very rare. So I had trouble regulating. It was very, very difficult. And it was too hot. It felt like I was a balloon being blown up and I was just, you know, um, fresh. What it is? Clear. Sacramento Huh? Sarah has Sacramento, two questions. Sacramento has two has weird heat because it's kind of moist. Okay. And dry at the same time, so you get like both. You get like both animals at the same time. It's horrible. I remember getting off the plane. It was like midnight in Arizona. Oh, where Tucson. did you visit me? Tucson. Tucson. Mm -hmm. uh, Tucson is a really lovely place. Yes. I, I one of my favorite locations. You know, I'm used to like getting off the plane here in Sacramento when it's hot because it'll, it'll stay, you know, it'll stay, it'll, it'll drop to a whole 92 and then pop back up <laughs> there, here. <laughs> I get off the plane, it's midnight, I'm thinking, well, it's only going to be like 92. It was 112 when I walked off that sucker. And, and, and Tucson? That door, yeah, that door at the airport opened and it was like, it's like I walked into hell. But well, I mean, it's how, okay. That's how it's I felt okay. when I went to Florida one year. Uh, I, actually, no one knows, remembers this, but I entertained on a cruise line in, um, I can't remember, 92. And when we got to Hawaii, uh, Florida, it was really awful. So it, uh, <laughs> oh, Florida's got humidity. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Every Ooh. state has its problems, right? Yeah. And so California burns up and then we flood. And <laughs> so we have our problems. Every state does. Uh, Marissa right, says her dad's family's from Tucson. Hit me, Sarah. Hit me with your questions. Yeah. Let's have fun here. And Let's yeah. leave it open. We're just having a, we're having a loose Friday. It's Friday. That's why we do this. It's just an interesting day and talk about topics that not maybe not other people cover. All right, and, guys. Uh, this was your questions. It's time. I, I don't know how how they do that. Is it someone They'll calling put, in? Did you put give them in the chat? Uh, someone said they had. Um, okay, that's not. Hey, George. How you doing, buddy? Oh, is there a George in here? That's my good buddy oh. George. Oh, you sensed a mail. See that? Okay. What's that? You sensed what state mail is earlier. George in? George, tell me where you're from. Hang on. Nancy wants to know where you're from. Just be fun to know where people are. Yeah. It's not part of the reading. Okay. Sarah wants to know, her first question is, who keeps setting off her, I can't, freaking baby mom. Oh, yeah, France. <laughs> see? That's my buddy from France. Oh, George is from France. George, George is France. George, the yeah. language I learned in high school, and I don't remember cool? deja vu. Oh, the <laughs> I love you. Love. <laughs> because I had a boyfriend that wanted me. They were friends so we could talk. Hmm. <laughs> At my, my age, I don't remember any is, um, who keeps Sarah setting off my freaking baby monitor you have a slip. Okay, I, I forgot to bring this up. I don't think it's Sarah, um, but there was a woman that came earlier. You have a grandmother that's setting that off and she's laughing. She was quite slim. She shows me kind of, even at her older age, she was quite slim. She didn't have a tummy. And so there's a woman and she walks around and she waves her hand <laughs> in front of the monitor. I love this woman. 
And uh, she, uh, Sarah, are your people, uh, which side of your family has a little taller people? Because she looks like she has a little longer arm, an elegant looking, um, not big bust. And curious, she does have a light colored dress on, but I see the fabric going up to her neck. So I'm not positive as grandparents or great grandparents. Where is uh, Sarah? Be sure to answer this. Yes. Uh, oh, Jerry says she's from. Yes, I remember Jerry being in such a. How many guides do I have? Well, I want to make sure that Sarah heard me. And what's making me laugh is this lady has very slim arms, and they're very light skin and kind of a nice hand. So I'm not positive how I know how old she is, but she might be one or two, two or three generations back. And she walks around and she flicks in front of it, knowing that you get it. I love that. Um, okay. Jerry, how many guides do I have? But my husband's family is made of oxen. <gasps> mm. Well, then you have a tall lady and she has white. I might be looking for you, from you back. And she's very slim. She has a little bit of a bust, but her overall body. So you need to look at your family. If not, then you have a visitor in your house. I don't think it's a family guide because she wants you to know she's there. Okay. How can I know my guide's name? Right. Jerry, this is this is something I did cover in a class, but it's, I think, I'm not sure. And, the first, there. and attached to that is how many guides do, do I have? Is it the same lady, yeah. Sarah? How many guides does she have? Sarah's family is the one with the lady walking around, and she's flicking in front of her hand like this in front of her. I love people like oh, that. that. Yeah, that's, no, this is Jerry asking how many guides she has. Right, right. Um, we have uh, internet numbers beyond comprehension and they can come and go someone said to me the movie what dreams may come was a very good example of how spirit travels you just think of somebody and you're back and forth so right mm -hmm. at the moment this morning you had three right now you have two around you um the one this morning you already told me your family a little bit so i don't want to kind of is a boxy man and he said he was hairy and muscular but that could be also a family member not necessarily just a guide um, I don't know what creativeness you have, writing or artwork or redoing your house, but one of your guides is around you now wanting to be more creative or what you're doing, she's giving you creative ideas. So I'm not sure what that means. Um, okay. Okay. And then the second question. Is oh, wait a minute. It's happened seven times in the last two weeks. So this lady's, I'm expecting another baby. So I expected. I expect my spirit activity will go a little haywire. Oh, this lady wants you to know she's around. I'd be really curious if you're... No, this is not the baby. This is a, a guide for your baby. It will be there. A very, um, very lovely lady. Oh, my gosh. Make sure you um, come back after the baby and see if I can connect it to. Um, your husband's oh. side of the family, not your bloodline, but maybe your husband's side of the family has the taller, the lean lady. She may be connected to the baby coming. Oh, I love that. You know what? And for what yeah. it's worth, I have one of those newer garbage cans um, that opens up by itself, just, you know, with movement. And mine, <laughs> I'll be sitting there cooking, and the thing opens up. Somebody's messing around my. I, I don't want. I need a reading on it because I already I pretty much know who it is. Yeah, but, but you have three people permanently living in your house yeah, all the I mean, time, <laughs> or four <laughs> now with your brother too. I don't yeah. know if your brother shows Everybody up too. Everybody's here with me. How can I know my guides' names? Marissa, something keeps bothering my dog. Last Saturday, my dog was freaking out, looking out the glass patio door. I saw nothing but my 
my dog was upset. I think it was another animal, possibly a spirit animal. I don't know how busy your neighborhood is, but I have a sense of it not being adult, not being mm -hmm. like human. So it makes me think of a, a mass that's not the size of another dog. Um, and dog spirits are just like human spirits. They're, they gravitate toward other animals too. So this dog is, um, I only see him as a mass, kind of going from the left side out the glass, from the left side going to the right. And your dog wants to go out there. I'm not sure if your dog likes it or he's curious and wants to go out and check it out. This doesn't show me, oh, I know who that is. He used to be my buddy. I don't get that. I get somebody in the backyard that he doesn't know. It was something yeah. short. That's what I'm also getting. I think I'll do it that way so I can read him. <laughs> oh. Um, who, let's see. Um, Marissa wants to finish that one. It was Pamela, something short. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, no. I'm validating. I saw something smaller, like a dog side. And Marissa just answered it was something short. Remember, I'm going to see what I see. And right. so that's, uh, okay. um, I think I missed something else. Okay. Pamela, where are you from? She say already. I, Wisconsin. I Wisconsin. Who is in my house that causes havoc? <clears throat> I don't. Remember, Wisconsin is an old state. You know, it's wide open at times. But you have someone old in your house, uh, generational. So I don't know if you live in an old generational neighborhood or territory. But it feels like someone, and the visual of it is not real clear, like that person's forgotten. Some, it's not, a, um, it's not a, a spirit that went to be a ghost. And now it's a demon kind of a thing. I don't get that. M more like someone who died disoriented um, and is trying to ask for information so this could be a very senior person that died 20 30 years ago i'm not sure i do have a sense of masculine but people say i'm masculine you know so if i pass over they say i could be with short hair if i cut my hair i look like a man i doubt that but um it makes me think of a slimmer dark clothed dark haired man and he grew older and it feels like he's looking for something or he's he's a disoriented i'm not sure i know what it means I do not get him to be a ghost. You could talk to him and straighten him out. So when the house is calm, but you feel this guy, hey, who's this? What do you want? Just be real nice about it. Say, I mean, you know, I'm here. Just let me know what you want. Talk to me. Okay. Wake them up. Get them out there. If you don't want well, them. Well, here's, here's the issue here. She says a woman had died here. She lives in a subdivision. Well, Pamela's, Pamela's husband is, is, is sensitive. He's, a, he's like a sensitive in training. Mm -hmm. so, so it could be a masculine that, woman i'm picking up yeah it could be a masculine woman or that door is open i mean because he's he, he, he's, he's like he's like a beacon for stuff so, so the husband is is feeling this disorientation person no he's just he, sensitive he's just he sensitive. just senses that person there yeah, and that would be very simple very caring and sympathetic this is not someone who's giving you turmoil as much as there's something wrong with the person like right. i don't know where i am why i'm why does it look different than when I lived here? Be curious how right. old, if you're subdivision, how old is the house? You know, nowadays people are living in 50, 60 year old homes are redoing them. The whole neighborhood's brand new, but it's old. Yeah, you she know, says so. he hears them. Okay, I want to answer Jerry's question because I can answer that. Jerry, sure, we Jerry. did our meditation exercises when, when you were training as a uh, beginning psychic. Mm -hmm. And to know your uh, guardian's names, I think the best way for you would be to go into the library, that spirit library, like I taught, like I, like I've trained you guys to do, and you know that little box that's on the table. It has a piece of paper in it. At that point, 
before you open the box, I would ask your spirit guide or spirit guides to write their names down. And that might be a way to get their names. That's what I would suggest. The easiest um, way. That's very curious. I, you know, people say to me, I've had people say, oh, you gave me all the description of the person showing my life or who's yeah. my new boss or something. Can you not come up with a name? Well, yeah. a lot of people sacrifice one ability for the other. Right. And I tell the story of my friend Camille, 1991 to, she was a really good friend. She's had some health issues, so I'm not, I just can't go there, you know, in her life. Someone said she would marry a Bob. Bob didn't show up. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, and so I have to be really, I can give all kinds of visual. And people can find these people in the family tree. <clears throat> But to get a name is really hard, especially nowadays. When I started out, <clears throat> I didn't have the influx of, of the Europeans or the different cultures, all these different names. And a lot of times I can describe dark hair, dark skin. And I was just noticing how pale I look. And my skin's darker than most people, but these bright mm -hmm. lights make me look pale. But when I see somebody, I don't know what culture there is. And I have Mediterranean clients now, um, Malta, Greece, uh, Italy, and they, <laughs> it was a nice little domino effect. I got, you know, people from different countries calling me and they have to have an interpreter and the names are impossible. I told somebody once that when I was an infant, I had a lot of ear problems. I don't hear as well as I used to, but the wiring, it doesn't allow me to hear like names or really complex words. I have to really phonically pull them out like that. <clears throat> right. So when I hear a name from another culture, what if you were going to meet somebody and they're from Greece? How would I come up with a name? But I could tell you what they're going to look like. And that's right. what's important. Yeah. I was oh, just I, thinking, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go first. So today I was thinking about tonight. And a woman came to me and I said, anybody, anybody going to show up tonight? I'd like to know now if you're in the house. <laughs> so as dark as I am, someone light. And she made me feel like I'm five four and and a half if I stretch really tall now, you know, all the years of bending over. And um, she feels a little taller than I am. And she had a little uh, stronger bones than I did, a little broader shoulder. She says she was very beautiful when she was younger. Uh, I think she might have been a blonde because I see really light hair and it's curly. Um, I have, um, everybody knows I'm Indian, but I have what they call the Indian head. It's really round, broad. She wasn't as broad as... It's I'm, but sometimes I'll talk about a woman with a little skull. This woman had a nice head and, and she didn't look like Betty Davis like that, but she had a really beautiful face because she had a pug nose, she had light eyes, she had a lot of blonde hair and people found her striking because she had a square jaw also, but delicate. And she said, I never got heavy. I was always kind of like small, busted, straight up and down and also like the lady early, but this is this lady mm -hmm. who came today. And, um, she said her body, she, her body died. She had a, a condition that caused her death. So she mm -hmm. looks younger maybe than when she actually died because she wants me to think she was a young woman in the early 50s, 40s to 50s. So that may mean she passed before the 80s and 90s because I don't feel like she went into um, John Travolta era, you know, that later and all the. Right. I just think she was a great grandma. Um, and it might have been smoking. She, it feels like she wants to caution somebody uh, to take care of the health and not smoke or be around smokers or take care of themselves. So I'm wondering who in the room did I describe? A little taller, 
uh, medium to lighter bone. Clearly, it's uh, European, Northern European, the lighter generation uh, cultures, but Northern Italy had blondes too. Um, and I think the distinguishing part would be, would be she had a little wider face like a Betty Davis look and a little bit of a pug nose, not like mine. Mine was repaired work from being broken, but um, I found her very attractive. I have a little longer nose, she had a shorter nose, and I suspect when she was younger, she was very, very attractive, and she thought she was pretty too. So to whom did I describe? Anybody in the room? Um, okay, so if it's not here, then somebody soon, and I encourage that person to get hold of me. Um, I get the sense of breathing issues, and I'm not positive picking up her or you that she's worried about. And she didn't tell me that earlier, so I want to thank you very much. Um, anyway, so that was that. Was that. Uh, I know the last time that we talked, a woman came in who had body damage, and I think I had been talking about some doing the readings in Sierra Vista by Tombstone and how many people came to me with military issue of people who would be damaged. And I think that attracted, this time it's more like we ask family things because people are in disarray now. They don't know how to live their life. They're not, they're really cautious with their, with everything, with their life. They don't want to travel as much. They want to spend money. Um, and I remember someone had asked me around Christmas or just before, and I was given caution. I says, I see a washboard of the economy. I don't see a big deal, but I said, I do pick up money issues and it's going to be up and down, up and down, at least until next summer. So I was cautioning people, don't over, of course, then I buy a vehicle. So it's like, mm. <laughs> So when you were talking about your, your, your ethnic background. Yeah. Uh -huh. When I was growing up, because I'm, I'm half, I'm, I'm half Mexican mm -hmm. and half Hungarian. So I've got that olive complexion thing going on with, you know, with the Mexican. Yeah. My brother and my sister, because they're, they're halfies for me. They're more, they were more, um, well, my brother was, has was Scottish and Mexican. Probably mm -hmm. was a little Italian mixed in. My sister, same thing. But my brother, every summer, when he would be outside, he would get so dark. Oh, yeah. Because the Mexican, I hate to say it, but the, the Mexican part took over. It never happened to me as a kid. I go to Hawaii. I'm there I'm there a week and a half. I walked out looking like my brother. I was shocked. Yeah. My yeah. skin went so dark. And it just, it surprised, it just utterly surprised me. I was a lifeguard. Uh, and taught swimming in high school. I was going to be a uh, one of the things I was interested in to be a physical ed. And yeah. I had pictures of high school that you wouldn't even recognize of me. And my mother's side of family, my grandmother was Indian, and my, my right. side of the family was cowboys and Indians. So what else was mixed in there? Right. And uh, I do have 13% Portuguese. And someone said, oh, you could uh, that also. So, but my yes. father's side were the bluest, blondest peoples. Uh, the mm -hmm. Swedish, Norway, yeah, um, Hungarian, in, all those England, England, and um, Scotland yes. type of thing. So my sister, my father, his mother, on were all the light, light peoples. Where my mother's side of the family, and he, my mom said to him once um, that when he saw her, she had the dark hair and black eyes and really big like mine, just big, big. She was a tiny little thing, hundred pounds, soaking wet at five three. You can imagine he just desperately fell in love with her and they were married in 90 days after he said a week into dating her he said mm -hmm. i'll marry you in 90 days and they they were married so the gift came from his side of the family well, so um yeah go ahead yeah go ahead finish it honey George, go ahead. i want to thank you for coming to the show today i just 
George, I just figured this out. It's 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 three a.m. in France. Oh, he's an owl like you are. And he's Go for live. it, George. I mean, he's live with us here. That's awesome, George. Thank you. Thank you so much. Makes me feel good. See, we're around the world. Yeah. Keep those questions coming, guys. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. I sound like an auctioneer today. Oh, see, there. Pam says, "No, I live in a subdivision. No, I knew." Oh, it's later than that. What I wait, think wait. of Wisconsin, I think of it wide open spaces. That's what I said. Oh, it's four fourteen a.m. Um, in France. Oh my gosh, George. Geez, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Isn't that fun to I talk said, to this people? Gives from, me, this gives me, it gives me a thrill. I have clients in the West Australia and Perth. One of the towns is Perth, P E R T H. And it's really difficult to line up the times. Yeah. I think it's 15 hours. And uh, Italy, nine hours. Malta was nine. Greece, I don't remember what that was. It's my uh, Sarah, my second question is about my father's lifespan. I keep feeling like it's coming to an end. Not yet, hon. We're not near that. If what you think is in two to five years, maybe he'll start getting ill. I said to somebody once, I'm half right. If I say an episode is coming up, they could have a health episode or they could pass away. We're not privy to really know. Um, I've given caution to people that there's an unfortunate event happening. Right. And I feel like your dad's going to have an eventful event happen before he starts getting to where he'll wind down. And that happens a lot. But um, do me a favor and don't put those thoughts to the universe because his mm -hmm. spirit will hear it. Oh, I'm supposed to leave and you don't want that. Um, Jerry wants to see if you see travel for her in the future, the near future. I do, but I don't know if it's until fall. That could be the near future for me is fall. Um so tell me where are you going <laughs> have you planned your trip yet where where's the question it's uh jerry where where do you want to go honey jerry you want to go to france you might head toward the mediterranean by way of france how's that <laughs> pamela how do you get spirits to return items that that, that they've moved who are you talking to sarah um, pamela her question is how do you get spirits to return items that they have moved <laughs> Go ahead and ask them. <laughs> Good luck with that. You cannot get anybody to do anything in life. You can't do it to spirit people. You can ask nicely. Uh, my grandson was saying someone's moving things around, and I assured him it was not the dead person that had died in the house. It was somebody else. So um, it's it's up to you. I would ask him very nicely to return something that you might have lost. Yeah. Jerry says she's going to New York. When? When? Don't know. Put that in there, okay. honey. There's a no there. I don't know what the no is for. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's young, but he's led a lifestyle with poor choices, haven't we all? His mental health is scary at this point. Ah. I don't know what young means. Right. Marissa, that's a difficult because that's what everybody's afraid of right now. And sometimes that's really hard to get. Um, I, I'm not seeing poor with you at all. I think you're going to have a roller coaster as everybody else has. And that's a, the economy. Um, if you do have a big inheritance, I'm not picking it up at the moment. Um, Jerry I says asked, before September. Pamela says she acts nicely, but then she gets bossy. Pamela. Um, oh, to the spirit people. Sarah. That's Sarah. Sarah asked That's Sarah. the spirit. 
people nicely and then I get bossy. <laughs> or they get bossy with you and move more. Pamela, um, you know, um, really quick about this thing with the sorry. object moving. I, um, I, I don't think you saw my question from earlier because I asked you, um, have you been arguing mm -hmm. with your husband or anything like that? Because usually with objects moving around and stuff, uh, you know, or like you, she said her garage door opened by itself the other night. Usually that's poltergeist activity, so that's usually and poltergeist activity. It used to be people thought poltergeist were like separate ghosts, mm -hmm. that it was a ghost. But it turns out that poltergeist activity is the people living in the house. It's them by by moving stuff around. For example, somebody that's going through puberty. The, when you got a kid that's going through puberty, a lot of the time there's poltergeist there's poltergeist activity that occurs in the house because it's just the brainwaves. So if you if you're upset over something or you're you're stressed out, you're arguing with your husband or something else is going on, you go to bed at night or maybe you're just stre period stressed out, sometimes it'll cause stuff to move around like that. Um, Pamela <laughs> said, "No, we are better than ever." Um, okay, well, it's just I, I, I do want to stay with that thought. If you have disharmony in the house, um, yeah. even if you have a bad day at the office, some people are very energetically very strong and they can mm -hmm. create things. Um, and that's not okay. a criticism. It's, it's no, 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 no. frustration in your body. It just could be being anything released. causing it. It could be anything that, 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 that triggers it off. It could be anything. Worrying and Sarah, I, I do see mid-50s. That is very, very young. And I do see body damage for him. So it gets older. I'm not pointing stomach or liver or anything, right. but it, in his body, he will. And I can't remember what you said earlier. Lifestyle choices. There will be body damage later on, but he is young. I'm not picking anything up now. So mm -hmm. in our fifties, we can create problems that will start up 15, 20 years down the road. Absolutely. Yeah. By the time Absolutely. people's my age, all those bad habits come creeping back and causing grief. Eating pizzas every night. That's bad. It's like all the McDonald's. I used to laugh because I had such good cholesterol levels. Because as a newspaper <laughs> reporter, you're always on the road. So the easiest thing to eat when you're on the road like that and you're driving is a McDonald's cheeseburger because they're, they're like plastic. Oh. And they don't mm -hmm. fall apart. So you can drive and look at your little maps. And, you know. and so that's all the reporters live on. And oh. I, got up, I ended up with heart failure. That's part of the course. Oh, golly. Stuff, but I had stress factors too, but still. You, yeah. yeah, your family. Oh, it, most people don't know. Do most people yeah. know what's wrong? What happened? That you share that. You, no. She took care of her parents. Yeah, I took care. Of why they passed away in illness yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Sarah is, is so sharing family. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah, don't want to say that. So that is exactly what I'm picking up. Is that kind of stuff is going to hurt his yeah. body, and you may lose yeah. him earlier than later, but not yet. Not for a while. I don't see it yet. But what I pick up is up possibly one of those conditions could surface in a few years, up to five years. He may have an issue, but you may never know. He may not tell anybody. Hmm. I'm picking up anger with him. Hmm. I, you know, it is what it is. It happens. I mean, anything can cause, I mean, any emotions can, it doesn't even have to be angry emotions for poltergeist activity. Like I said, oh. it could be, you know, like, like with kids going through puberty. I mean, yeah, yeah. I've been to houses where I've investigated houses where the, the bathroom, the, uh, the doors are slamming in the kitchen, you know, opening and closing at yeah, night, stuff yeah. like that. And it's because they've got a kid going through puberty. Good example. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get the Waltons in right now. I don't know. Who's, I don't know who's, who's got the Waltons. Somebody always has the Waltons online, right? You know, as far as TV goes, if you watch the one called, um, oh my God, what was it called? The Changeling on the Waltons. 
Oh, they actually do a whole it. thing on Elizabeth going through puberty. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and the one that that, that realizes, I never... yeah, the one that realizes <laughs> what's going on with her is um, is that Godsy's wife, whatever I forget her name, but she's the one that goes to Olivia because Olivia's getting frustrated with Elizabeth because there's rocks being thrown in through the windows. There's oh my goodness, that, you know, she'll walk into a room and screw up the radio. You know, things like that. just different things going on, or the bed moves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the mother is really religious, right? And so it took Corbett, that's the name. So when I guess somehow Corbett Godsey found out about the stuff, did research, and she goes, No, this is something she's going through. It's, it's adolescence. But it's a great, it's a great, in fact, I, I, I used to have it on DVR oh, Sarah. to show my clients, you know, because I'm somebody that had a kid. But that's a good example of poltergeist. Sarah just wrote some interesting, but I don't know if we want to share that online. Just, I see it. Yeah, just read it. Thank you, Sarah, for explaining. That's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. I during the years I was raised, and when yeah, I was absolutely. raising raising my kids, we didn't have things we talked about like uh, what she's talking about depression and issues with kids in school like they do right. now. Right. I uh, we had our own set of issues, you know, and. Um, uh, the gentleman that we had on was it last tough. Monday? Was it last Monday or Tuesday? That psychologist. Oh, mm-hmm. he's the one that talked about exactly what Sarah's talking about. How grief? Yeah, grief. How grief affects that. Plus, how in a lot of ways, psychology cases have been misdiagnosed that, that these people are actually oh, psychic yeah. and not, yeah. not not psychology cases to cause that, <laughs> or it could be their energy or whatever. But I'm just saying, is that yeah, yes. And I did hear something about their getting initiatives. Some states are voting where they want to have institutions established again because oh, there's God. so many homeless people on, well, the people on the streets that are um, troubled yeah, or PTSD from the war. And yeah. um, they're really not getting the help they deserve. And right. I think that's where they're going to this. Like, what are we doing to help these people be But the healthier, problem is, and happier? this is a problem I've seen with them, you know, watching my friends work with them because I have friends that, you know, do a lot of lobbying. And, you know, like you get this all the time where before they move them out of their places where, you know, because Sacramento is bad with going in and, and just yanking their stuff away from them and kicking them out of wherever they're living. But some people, people have to ask for help if they need it. And people, and then it's normal for people to say, no, I don't need any help because that's the way we all are. We're all born independent. And we don't want anybody helping us. But what's going on with some of this homeless situation, too, is that the state is offering help. The county is offering help, but they don't want it. But they're too mentally ill to ask. Yeah, they're too mentally ill to take it. And or, I think someone housed it. Yeah, this is a yeah. topic we could do a whole hour on. And oh God, yeah. It's oh, like yeah. the gun initiatives. I mean, how did, how is that ever going to be? How do you solve yeah. things like these yeah. three-year kids that got killed nine years old? Man, I couldn't yeah. even deal with that. Yeah. Not with the big numbers we've had in the past either, but there's no right. good fix for it until someone says, let's do this or that. And it's so, the same yeah. with people on the street. And I live in Oroville and the uh, police station is here. So when people are picked up all over Butte County, right. they're brought right into Oroville. They spend the night and they live on the street. So we have a real issue here. And yeah. uh, I order on Amazon and my things are disappearing off the porch. I'm going to go to a hub now because I can't afford the packages keep disappearing. Mm-hmm. 
And yes. getting back to poltergeist activity too. Okay, you know, I, don't, I don't know if you knew this. Karen Rostin and I worked a case together. <gasps> when? In Folsom. We did. We worked a case together. Oh, in, in the past? In the past. Mm -hmm. And as it turned out, they could hear pounding in their walls and all this. And my first thing is, well, maybe they have rats, you know, because that's that's what rats do. And it turned out that they, the couple would get into big fights and then they'd go to bed <gasps> without resolving. Mm -mm. And the wife yeah. was causing all this pounding and everything to happen. And the minute she stopped, you know, doing that, all, all, all the noises went away. But, I mean, that happens. I did a case in Woodland. No, I'm not going to give any names out. I don't know if Jerry went on that case. And it involved a couple of disabled boys, you know, adults. And there were two elderly people taking care of them. Mm, mm -hmm. And the husband swore up and down that they had a horrible ghost in the house, that, you know, all this was going on. They thought they had demons. First thing I see when I go in the walls, this is, this is all part of investigating. First thing I see when I'm doing my walk around is there's a bunch of icon, religious icons on the walls. <laughs> and I, I said, have any of these fallen or anything? No. They haven't fallen, but I know we have a demon here. I'm sorry. If you had a demon in your house, these things would not be on, you know, would not be on the walls. Right. They'd be knocked off. They'd be knocked off and broken. So then it's a, in fact, you helped me on that case because I had like three psychics working on that thing. I could not figure it out to save my life. There, there was a bunch of stuff going on there in this house. And we got, okay, Oprah, 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 yeah. Um, Oprah. <laughs> sorry. And anyway, so we went ahead and, and did like you know all, all our stuff. We, we did our water the our water work and all that. And then once we figured it out, because it took myself, it took Nancy, it took Karen, it took Trish. I mean, I had everybody, all the brains were working on this. <laughs> and once we figured it out, the man that lived in the house had had a brain tumor several years back. Oh. And what he neglected to tell us was that another tumor had popped up. Oh, man. So what was going on was poltergeist. The majority of it was poltergeist activity because it was affecting him. And it would affect his emotions. Oh, my goodness. So, oh. Yeah. So that one took forever to figure out. But we still there was still another ghost in there that, that we dealt with. I wish we would have filmed that. That's really that hard. That was something yeah. to watch. But uh, the, the, the way it happened with Trish, I mean, that, that was the most incredible thing I've seen in years. But, uh, um, yeah, now everybody's we, like, I thought you said, so, yeah, I thought you said Trish was one of the intuitives to help you. Was it her yes, house? because what happened was the last time we went in with Monica. Yes. Marisa was in the car with my mother. Sorry, Marcy. Um, the last time we went in that house... <laughs> Trish realized that there was actually a ghost, but the ghost wasn't hurting anybody Oh, mm -hmm. in the house. He was looking out for the two boys because he was afraid of the father who, that, you know, with, with, with yeah. the brain thing going yeah. on, that he would hurt them. But what this was, and everything gets involved when you're out in the field like that. Because this was woodland, so there was probably farmland out there in a farmhouse, you know, blah, blah, blah. Wetlands. And then, yeah, and Trish, you know, Trish figured out that because I kept getting this, these weird visions. I'm not saying visions, but when we did our ITC stuff, I kept getting these strange things like uh, the Winnie the Pooh doll in the kids' room. <laughs> okay. It was really weird. You know, but I did get a face of a man that nobody recognized because they claimed they caught an apparition too. And now I believe that they caught this apparition. But, okay, anyway. Well, what happens, people, like each individual here has their own spirit people around them. Yeah. 
so but it's the hard to sort could have somebody and the boys or children could have had grandma grandpa help right them. right so what happened in this the last day we were there is trish came in contact with with a younger guy who had been a, a very heavy drug taker Ooh, okay and he had lived on the property and his parents were forever telling him to stop. You know, his life was miserable because, you know, they're trying to get him to stop. He decides to burn the house down to get even. Oh, my gosh. Oh. What he didn't realize was that his mother was, was in the house. And he killed her. Oh, she burned to death. stories. Mm. He ran back in to help her and he died. So he was, you know, attached, essentially attached to the property. But then the, he, but then the he was. Yeah, but then the older gentleman that was there worried him because his emotions were all over the place. You know, he didn't want him hurting the, the boys. So what happened during this thing, and we did it for some reason, the video camera, well, no surprise there, the video cameras didn't work. But I did have it, I, somewhere I, I, I have the recording because I, I did do an audio on it. And Trish very seldom does a channeling session where she lets them in. Oops. And she did, and she was sitting on this, this chair, and she starts talking to him, and we're trying to talk him through because we, we want him to cross over, but he's afraid to cross over because of what he did. So we're talking this guy through. I said, well, you know, I, I, you know, I did my whole dowsing rod thing. You know, where's the opening to the next, you know, to, 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 to the next, you know. And so it pointed left, and so I'm trying to direct to Monica and I. You can hear Monica and I talking to him going, Okay, let's see if we can do this. And then Trish is channeling him. She's sitting on the couch or sitting on this chair. And you can tell because her whole body language changed. Oops. And I'm watching her and Monica's watching her. And so we finally convinced him. That's how we got the whole story about the house burning down. Oh, my god. So gosh. we finally convinced him to go through. And we said, well, you're, you're, your mother's not angry at you. That was his fear. And that's what keeps people someone yeah. being mad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I and we kept going, she's waiting for you on she's waiting for you in that light. You need to go through the light. What was unique about this is Trish stands up really slowly. Oh, oh man. And she's got her hand out like this, like she's reaching out for someone. And you see her, and you, you can hear it on the on the recording. You see her lean off to the left as she's turned like this. You know, she's reaching out. And I said, okay, you know, your mother's right there. You know, just, just walk through. It's okay. Just take your mother's hand. And you see her grab. And then all of a sudden she releases and flops back down in the chair. Oh, goosebump time, everybody. Mm -mm. And yeah. I said, and I said, did you go through? Yes, I'm over here now. And that was it. That was the last of them. Uh -huh. But it was really, really cool to watch because you could see everything oh, that man. was happening along with his body and how it was going and then when when he released her when he finally got you know got got through boom, she fell right back in the chair i've never seen her do that i've never seen her channel like that before that was the first time karen does it all the time but trish doesn't so that was something for trish that was pretty spectacular laughing emoji was an accident okay i'll just come to your house and beat you up it's okay but yeah, so that's one of my stories about poltergeist activity because it turns out not only did we have this kid that was there, well, boy, man, I don't know what you call him, to protecting the, the the sick kids, it was the father whose energy was causing all the all, all the main activity. Well, you know, we could talk stories some night. One hour, yeah. we ought to pick out some of our best stories. Yes, um, the best stories. 
there's a lady that is in Sacramento whose son unfortunately passed away and he was only 17. But one of the more interesting stories that I will write about is mm -hmm. the cousin who also passed away and how it looked like to, we went to the boy's house and Sue's cousin, I remember the lady's connection. It was, they were cousins or something. And um, we saw the boy leave the bedroom and go with through the hallway to the portal. It wasn't immediate. But what mm -hmm. was curious is like going through a black hole. He's thinned out, spread out, like he started disappearing. Very interesting stories. I can't wait to be able to type this all up for you guys. You know, oh, yeah. Why, the, the fact that this, we're I have so many stories. Yeah, there's just so many there. I've been doing this for what? Probably 20 years, huh? Good, good, good 20 25. Years. Well, wait a minute. 25 years, something like that. When did you start? 07 with Block Talk Radio? Or something like that. But then I met you when I was still in college. And I hadn't even well, started. you and I go back to 96, I think. Yeah. So that's when I started paranormal investigating. It was 96. It's been a while. I started 95 with the Sacramento City Cemetery. Most of these people may not know. I did six years of cemetery terms at John Bettencourt, um, the oldest cemetery in Northern California with John Sutter in 1965-ish era. A lot of old dignitaries are buried. The cemetery, 10,000 old tombs. Um, and we would do five or six tours a year, starting out with 100 in July up to 250 end of October. And this punky college girl comes in next season and she walks up just like this big old, like, I know what, this is all bullshit. And, and it was sharp. We turned around, just whipped her head around that. <laughs> she got into it immediately. I don't know if it was the next year or not, but I made a believe out of her right away. And John Bettencourt. I should probably tell that story real quick. I don't know if we're running out of time here, but uh, John Bettencourt had had dealings with other mediums like myself and mm -hmm. it didn't work out, but someone had heard about me and this is like 95 and I got started in this in 90 and the old Sacramento Cemetery, you people can look it up. <clears throat> John, uh, Sutter Fort, uh, John Sutter is buried there, one of the earliest burials. Goes earlier, but he was the first of many dignitaries. And uh, when you walk in, the oldest of the old stones are toward the beginning. And he looked at me, he says, well, let's test it. In the middle of July, 100 something degrees, and he wants me to create magic in the middle of the afternoon and the sweat's just pouring off of me. And he never tells me if I'm right, if he knows the stories. He investigates and then the night of the tour, that's when mm -hmm. he'll tell me if I'm wrong or right. So to my left, and if someone's heard the story, just bear with me, a lot of people may not have, was a woman who was hunched over the grave and she had been there so long that she forgot mm -hmm. what she looked like. But my perception of her was on her knees, her arms wrapped under her, around her bosom, her head was down and all she was saying was, my three babies are buried here. And I told John, I said, oh my gosh, that gave me goosebumps, everybody. I can feel it now. And I, I was so grieving for her because she didn't look adult yet. She was just young mm -hmm. looking to me. And, but she had three babies and she was grieving so badly. Went over there, it's only two names. She was on the grave of two babies, which I wouldn't have known because I saw it from a distance and she mm -hmm. caught my eye, my ear. Whoops, sorry. And, and John said, well, I'll, I'll roll, I got her. First one, I'll, we'll get rid of this one right away, right? And the reason we were doing this is that someone had come in, vandalized the cemetery, and he needed money. So he was willing to, to have tours again to bring the public in. 
so the first night, the first time we do the tour, and he said to the group that Nancy took me over there, and I thought maybe I just got it wrong, and he was just slamming from 110, 15 people. Mm-hmm. And he said, see, this is 10th and um, H and 13th, H and 10th or 13th. And he said, across the street into where you can see the building where they carved the tombstone, that's where the cemetery once ended. Oh, yeah. And they wanted right. to put yeah. the road right in front. They wanted to bring, and so a lot of the bodies were reburied. And I found that she had lost her first child and they buried where the cemetery tombstone carver is. They picked up that infant and they reburied it with the two others, but it's not listed because it was a newborn. Three babies under one stone, but only two names. And from that point on, yes, I, I was able to tell a lot of different stories and goosebumps again. I mean, who could make this up? And I, how I do that, people say, oh, Nancy, you're so blatant confident. I says, I'm not, I just repeat what I'm hearing. And I've been doing this so long. I was born this way. Um, my father got killed April 1st, 1955. I was six years old. And he used to come and visit at night. And I would tell his mother, who was a new thought minister, and it was her mother and her grandmother used to do table tipping upper state New York, upper state New York area where the Fox sisters were. So it was very common and encouraged to do this. Mm-hmm. And my father had the gift to the extreme, and he would talk to his dead father all the time, which drove my mother crazy. And then he would talk to his own mother, and they would have conversations, but they lived in different houses. No mm-hmm. need for a phone. So naturally, and then when he came visit me at night, so I was kind of like born with this condition. Mother discouraged it until I was in high school. And, uh, but anyway, so, um, so getting back to these stories of the cemetery, I would say things and people go, oh, you've just got to be so wrong. And, and the stories are so amazing. The, how can you make it up? And the little girl with the pearls on and the theater that the men oh, all stomping yeah. the girls on this, on the stage, the can-can girls, the top level of the balcony crashed down and killed a bunch of six men and a lot of injured. And when I walked up to it, I was just hit, boom, with the crashing, the thunderous pounding of feet and the crashing and John Betcourt didn't even know about it until he looked all those six men up. And the other thing, just there, go ahead. If I have a photo from a cemetery tour, and this is back then when we used real cameras. <laughs> before the One advocate. of my cemetery tours? Yes. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. And we're over at the Mayor, the Mayor Woolsey grave. Oh, that's right. And you can see Nancy standing there waving her arms. <laughs> Typical me. And I got a picture of what I think is Mayor Woolsey sitting right next to Nancy. Mm-hmm. With the pearls on. Yeah, yeah she, the pearls. Yeah, she enjoyed pearls. being there. She yeah. wasn't stuck as much as she'd like to be there. And, um, and you ask why after 100 years, almost 100 years, why are these people still there? And I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. But the other one be- that got me that I thought what? was like me is the one that sits on top of the, 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 the uh, light pole. Yes, yes. He sits up there and watches the world go by. So that would be me. Yeah, and there are people walking around from all ge- all generations. Yeah, he's walking, and I, yeah. and I think to myself when I hear about these hauntings, uh, I think or people walking around all the time. I, I go, why are they still here? Well, that's their choice. Yeah, and that is their choice. And I think it'd be interesting to be a spirit person and catch up as time goes on. Movies. I, oh, yeah. I don't go to movies, but I enjoy them. Yeah. And uh, just I want to go to Japan. I want to go to the China big china wall you know and 
I don't have to do it in flesh. I'll do it as a spirit. Well, that's person. what my dad did. He just took off. Sarah brought up a case, and I forgot about it. Thank you. That we did. I'm not going to give any specific names and stuff, but Ooh. it was this particular bathroom in the house where the house had been a grow house. This was in Oak Park. What, what's that? A, a grow, grow house. house. A grow house. Oh, okay. Okay. For illegals. And, uh, okay. <laughs> Duh. Somewhere along the line, before this, uh, this is weird. This is like two linking things in one room. Okay. This is the, the, the main bathroom. Oh. And the guy, I guess, got in trouble with whoever his bosses were, you know, the grow house guy. Yeah. And so they executed him at the toilet. Not the toilet, but the bathtub. They shot him from behind. Mm. And that way he would bleed into the bathtub. Fast forward 20, 15, 20 years later. Another accident in the bathroom. Oh, my Teenage gosh. kid had a gun and was playing around with it and pulled the trigger. You know? Did so you talk you had, to me about that one? Yes. You had two I, strategies, or two, two horrible things happen in one place in that bathroom. I, I remember this. That, yeah, case, I, that was something. That case was something to figure out. That was Sarah's first case. She went out with us. I uh, seem to remember that, thinking I saw blood everywhere. Yeah. And and no one wants to see it. And no one wants to see it. But yeah. I have seen, pardon me, the body is a piece of meat. Once the spirit's gone, it's, so, it's over. You know, right. so... And but, then the uh, after effects, that one had something angry. We were thinking yes. it was a low level, low level demon. But when I came home with all the EVP stuff to go over it, I ended up scrap with scratches on both arms because it followed me. Mm. So that was an interesting case. I think we should sit down one day and do a show on these cases because I even have I art. I think so too. Like from the Mayor Woolsey thing, you know, that, that I'm talking about, I even have that art. I have some pictures from the somewhere. In the files for books, I have pictures of the cemetery tours where some another photographer tool, T O O L E, took pictures of spirits around me, and um, amazing, amazing. Mm -hmm. You can't even. In those years, <laughs> we didn't have photography like we do now. Yeah. And so those are the real, real deal. Um, so I think we'll do that. I think we'll do that because I've got some real nice shots from the opera house too with Sabrina, ooh, ooh. Um, directing me on what to shoot. We're, we're, we're upstairs. Well, you, you went there. There's, we're upstairs on the mezzanine up there at the top, you know, the, 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 just above the... the yeah, I don't there. remember a lot about that. It's been so many and years. And Sabrina put a shawl on because oh, of Madame Francesca, right? Because they had that, 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 that uh, Polish opera singer. And so she put the shawl on to do a channeling session. And in the middle of the challenging session, she says, oh. take a picture. She's right in front of me. She's right in front of me. She's right in front of me. So yeah. I take this picture. And sure enough, there's blotches in front of her face. There's white blotches. Oh, goosebump time. Yeah. I've had that happen oh. with me. And I've, I've told people during investigations or if I'm remote and I can feel that. I said, please yeah. take a picture. <laughs> I'm telling her, take a picture to the right. Take a <laughs> and Sarah and Marisa, we do. Don't have you see her, Cher? <laughs> we have two investigations that we're, we're going to be doing here. Oh. They're not in Sacramento. They're up in Auburn. But we have two investigations we're signed up for. <gasps> so we're going to get back out, which means for you guys. That means I'm going to be going out live at some point on these investigations so you guys can come along, you know, so we'll just do some live work on them. But you know what? It's 745, you guys. Ooh, we don't want to scare Nancy out too much. Wait, Even I didn't get tired tonight. It didn't work. Great BS session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a very relaxing Friday night. Sit back 
and the thing is that a lot of kids in the room here are the ones who keep asking questions every time. So, mm -hmm. you know, so we kind of mellowed out a little bit and went a different direction. We could, I could entertain people for months of the stories I'm going to be writing up on. I have eight books already lined out. And the, the stories that Sharon Rossing and I, I just worked with her on another case of past life intrusion. I mean, mm, I tell you. <laughs> and what's really odd, I've already told you, I don't know how I do this. Everybody think I got people saying that I've been adapted and tweaked a little too often. Do mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, my mother, when she got older, she looked at me she, one day, she says, I guess I better admit to you before. I can't tell you that I've always been intuitive to some degree. I'll go, Mom, thanks. So I have the fairies on one side, the Irish and English fairy. That much side of the family is my father. He gave me the gift. But then I have the spirit worshipers and the Indian tribes on the other side. I call it double whammy. But yet, you have to appreciate, I did start this in 90. So if you do the right. same thing almost every day, everybody, you got to increase your abilities. So mm -hmm. anyway, for past life, I got into, oh, here we go talking again. I get into the body of a past life person. I can get so much detail that I was telling Karen, when you connect with these people again, have them do research because I've given you every detail. Find these people. And I've had people in the past find themselves. I'll never forget the young, young and I want to bring up the lady whose daughter was a, the baller in this lifetime wants to be a ballerina, which I didn't know, but I told her in a past life she was a Russian ballerina. I found a picture of a Russian ballerina that looked like I saw. And she told me in this vision, as she's dancing for the important person, must be the emperor of Russia, this was her last dance. I felt like she was early 50s. And the woman, the dancer I found today, or yesterday, today I think it was, she died in the early 50s. So I think that's what I picked up. And if you can get back to me, if you see this, let me get back to me and I'll tell you who it is. Um, anyway, uh, it's one thing's being older, you lose your stream of thought. And the, the um, ballerina was one thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, it's like someone remind me what I was talking about before I went to ballerina. Well, like but again, back. When Sarah asked me about that investigation, I thought, what the hell are you talking about? Then it dawned on me. I, I stopped and think about it for a few minutes. <laughs> so, so anyway, with Karen Rothstein's case, I described um, what I would call royalty of the England Island somewhere, England, Wales, or Ireland, um, 30, 1930s look of a mm -hmm. gentleman. And if anybody knows history, in that family, he was taller than most people, but he had a rectangle face and he had a very heavy jawline and you could see these jaw lines of people who have uh, pituitary problems and larger hands and I wondered if I was picking up somebody who had a hereditary issue that didn't live a long time but it did show me his wife and sometimes it drives me crazy like I don't have time to look back to find the people I was describing but it's really fun to do that um, mm -hmm. we have to do a show and let me do two or three four people yeah, and, then and let me find a relative uh, or someone. And then do passed. a results show. And do a do result. A result show. If someone yeah. can find these people, yeah, that'd be oh, fabulous. So fun. The oh, guest boy. from last night contacted me. It wasn't my fault. I thought it was my fault. I was taking the blame for it. But he had. He must. He He must live near where all those uh, tornadoes were because he said that <gasps> his internet was his internet was completely out and he hadn't bothered to charge his phone up before that because everything was working. 
So that's why I couldn't get a response from him all day yesterday. So he's going to reschedule. So I got to get that out. That's my project oh. for tonight. I have to get the dates out to him to reschedule. He will definitely be here. I was disappointed. I was looking forward to Eisenhower and the aliens, you know. But okay. So he's going to reschedule. Now, Monday, you guys, be ready for this. You guys like angels. And Michael Ford is going to be on Monday and he's going to talk about communicating <laughs> with angels and how you Good. can do that. So he's going to be on Monday talking about that. And of course, Sunday will be reading day. That book's spooky as hell. And uh, <laughs> I'll give Anna credit on it. And that's where we're at. Nancy, do you have anything else? Mm, no, but I think we ought to maybe plan some shows around what we were talking about tonight. Yes. Cemetery tours Absolutely. and stories. stories uh, maybe yeah. stories of investigations and maybe yes. stories of people, how they pass over what I've seen and you've seen. There's mm -hmm. so many topics. I sometimes wonder what you kids want to talk about. And I've covered a lot about kids. Everybody should <laughs> this point and what would do you like to hear from me right. so make sure you send char a note but um you know if nothing else um friday nights was open like we did tonight it was fun mm -hmm. um really nice. i would like to know who the lady was that came to me earlier today and i think i wish i could hear first and last names to be so much easier but yeah how many pam mm -hmm. smiths are there in the world my right. uh first husband my name matt's m-e-t-z uh my husband First husband, Matz is a very common European name, I guess. How many Matzes are there? Wait a minute. Well, there's, what name there's, is, yeah, okay. Never mind. There's two that. Nancy Matts on Facebook. Yes. Now, my married name is Casey, but I had a business uh, 15 years before I met him, so I wasn't about ready to change my name. But um, so some names are very common. So if I came name, so what? You know, and mm -hmm. if it was too complex, I wouldn't be able to hear it anyway. So. All right, everybody. I've had fun tonight. It was fun. That was really fun. So again, Monday, uh, will Michael Ford will be with us uh, to talk about uh, communicating with angels. And remember, we've got that that, uh, that Patreon site up too. And Pamela has been oh. uh, Pamela's either she's either seen it or she's getting ready to see that first video. You know that that I did with that couple, and I'm going to be doing another video with them. And then Monday, I have another pre-record that I'm going to be putting up over there. So all these pre-records are going to be two, you know, one week to two weeks in advance that you guys can see them over at Patreon. And the Patreon helps us pay the bills. That's what it's there for. Five fifty a month is not that high. You know, is not that high. All right. And who knows? You know what? Maybe we must. Nancy and I just might do a show over there. We don't know yet. Okay. Take well, you and I planned on doing some. Um, yeah, do some stuff over at Patreon. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. So. Uh, We'll work on some stuff together and stuff for that. And I know Karen Clark and I have planned on doing some stuff over on Twitter. So she might be doing readings over there. So we'll see how that goes, you know, if we can put that together. So there's a lot coming down and a lot, you know, I, I got to pay the bills, guys. I'm sorry I have to charge for stuff, but I have no choice. I have absolutely no choice. You know, I got I got to get the stuff paid or we have no show. But anyway, I want to thank you all for coming. If you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show... Share with five people you hate. It's all good. Just like I told you. Even if you didn't like the show, hit, hit, hit me with a like, right? Because, I mean, you know, just draw other people. In. Well, it Keep has something to do with distribution. I think everybody knows yeah, that now. Yeah, distribution. And I see Thanks, we have George. some happy and faces Marissa, and stuff. Pamela, and Mary. I'm glad for the happy faces because that puts us up in a better algorithm on Facebook and YouTube with the show. So Is that, that a thumbs up, the happy face? Yeah, the happy face, hearts, you know. The, the, oh, the, that kind of thing. Okay. It's all good, it yeah. It's all good. But I want to thank you all for coming. I appreciate it. And I will see you Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific for, um, for the read. See, I'll figure it out. <laughs>
<laughs> so let me get you Nancy. We're very talk. casual tonight, everybody. Yeah, we're very casual tonight. You just tell the way it started, the way it's ending. So I'll get you. I'll get your info for Nancy's information. And if you guys are interested in that Patreon, I believe the link to join and, and the link to the pages is below Nancy's bio information uh, beneath the description of the show. Okay. So here we go. Let me get Nancy's thing going, and uh, then I'll let you guys go enjoy the next two days off. Thank you for coming. Go. Okay, you got websites: nancymats.com, nancymatsauthor.com. The N A the M the N M and A are capitalized, and then you've got youtube.com forward slash Nancy Matt Psychic. The books help get me out of this funk, Nancy Matt's. Cue the Jeopardy music. What's going on? Oh, there it goes. <laughs> Two worlds. Developing your psychic skills. Oh my gosh, and that just never ends, does it? Come on, you can do it. And unwilling the unwilling sacrifice, Nancy Matz. And of course, you can get those at Amazon.com. You know what this is? This is this is like one of the first ones I did because um, as I started to progress doing these, now I show the books for like ten seconds at a time instead of like twenty seconds or whatever this is. Not that oh, it's bad. Mean, I'm just saying. I, they I should maybe about three seconds or. Yeah, I've got to cut down the time on these things since I did that, but it's okay. It's okay. It shows you. It, it shows you off. All right, guys, have a good one, and I will see you on Sunday, six thirty p.m. Thank you all for coming. Thank you, George, all the way from France. I appreciate it. And here we go. Bye. Good night.